Good day, everybody. Feeling blessed uh, being able to work from home, work inside. Shout out to everyone who isn't, uh, who's out there uh, in the cold, at least here in the Midwest, really probably all the way, extending, you know, all the way down to Texas. It's cold as hell. Uh, I think it's like minus five or minus 10 here in Wisconsin. I don't know what, what that is with the wind chill. It's very cold. Uh, yesterday I had to get out and do some snow plowing. I don't have, I mean, I have an ATV, thankfully that makes it a lot easier. There's heated seats, heated handles on it, but your face ain't heated. And, uh, it was very cold, very cold. And, uh, today's even colder, but, uh, we get to stay inside today, stay warm. I feel blessed for that, lucky for that. And I'm thankful that you're all here. Lots to talk about. Um, we had some interesting stuff going on with the Iowa caucus. We've got shout out to Martin Luther King Day, apparently. Pac-Man says, happy victory Monday. Love looked great, and it was funny to see Jimmy Johnson have a meltdown during halftime. Yes, that was funny. That was funny. I was uh, definitely enjoying that, you know, a game that really meant nothing for the Packers and everything to Dallas. Watching them, them collapse is, uh, well, that was our Super Bowl, I guess, that day. So I'll take it. Interesting bit of news going on. The, the caucus is kicking off. Trump's finally on the ground, rallying some support kind of at the last second. I wonder, you know, <clears throat> I wonder if Trump is like kind of purposely just slow rolling it, taking his time to, you know, clear up and work on other things. Um, I would have liked to see him out there more. I would like to see him have more rallies. I would like to see him on the ground more. I hope that he kicks up his campaigning after uh, the nominations. I mean, certainly he will win the nomination. He will be on all 50 ballots in this United States. I am sure of that. Um, but it's time to get to work now. Uh, it's no, you know, I, I see a lot of complacency out of him. I understand. He gets a little break here. His competition isn't exactly lighting the world on fire, but uh, I hope he gets to work. I do notice, I did notice uh, he took, you know, he did call out Vivek, which of course immediately divided the uh, online right-wing influencer economy. I thought, are these people oblivious or just liars? You know, it's like, uh, this is what Trump does. Did you not watch his run-up in 2016? He insulted everybody he was running against. Did you not watch him in 2020? Did you not watch him in 2024 so far? Suddenly, he, he puts, um, you know, Vivek on, you know, on notice. And everyone's like, oh my God, Trump's gone too far. This is what Trump does. You take the good with the bad. You know, you take the good with the bad. I don't think there's any value in it whatsoever. But I'm not a political strategist. 
you know i think the i liked vivek but i will say this you know he a friend of mine was over this weekend for the packer game hold on a second well balls oh wait no i got a sneeze coming um okay it's not sudden i've only heard jeremy from gng mentioned the photo with the save trump vote vivek shirts i know well that's what i mean that's why well, that's why he did it no countdown show. The countdown show started at 1145. Um, Vivek, I think, here's what I think happened. You guys tell me, you all tell me if, if, uh, if I'm off base here. Uh, I think Vivek was running as a Trump surrogate, ingratiating himself to Trump, uh, the Trump base. Much of the Trump base liked him until yesterday. I don't like him anymore or any less just because Trump did a tweet. Because, uh, I mean, Trump tweets insane shit all the time. I'm not like a member of his cult. I'll vote for him, but I, I don't pretend like he's, you know, always playing fourth dimensional chess. Uh, I think Vivek started feeling himself a little bit. I think he started feeling himself a little bit. Jack uh, Decker. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> Thank you. I think that uh, he started feeling himself a little bit. He started thinking, maybe I can. Maybe I can win this thing. And I think that Trump, somebody told Trump about his, you know, vote for me, save Trump crap. And like... That is snake. That is snaky. I like Vivek, but that is snaky. <laughs> yeah, attacking opponents is normal elections a big nothing burger. I agree. I agree. I mean, I like Vivek, but a friend of mine came over this weekend. He said in his lifetime, he's a little older than me. He's like, uh, in his lifetime, he said something. I'm going to paraphrase kind of what he said, but it made sense to me. He said, in my lifetime, the two greatest like silver tongues to ever be president were Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. And he thinks that Vivek is better than either one of them. Like Vivek is so good at saying the correct thing. It's actually unbelievable. The guy... I. I think did he do, did he do an oopsie about Ukraine? He might have did an oopsie about Ukraine. If I if I'm remembering right, it was Ukraine or he had he did one oopsie that I'm kind of reminded. Um but like he has like the perfect answer every time. Uh you know, I don't give you know, I think that Vivek's younger than no, my friend is older than me. I was saying. Um, I think that they have uh, people are like, oh, he's got a pharmaceutical company. I don't care about that. I don't care about how he made his money. I really don't care. Um, you know,
And Ted Cruz did the same dirty trick to Ben, ben Kason. Do you mean Ben Carson? Vivek strikes me as a lesser antichrist figure. He was mad at the J6ers, but that was when we were told it was a violent attack. Oh, okay. He said he was crying on January 6th. Yeah, that's... Trump's final rally before I caucuses interrupted by climate protesters. It's got to be kind of funny to be one of these climate protesters talking about global warning, warming in the middle of an all-time blizzard. That's got to be kind of... I, I, I think that... It's pretty hilarious to me having these climate protesters like go stand outside. Tell me more about global. I know. I hey, look, I'm a big environmental guy. I'm pro really anything that makes sense in terms of preserving our natural environment. I'm pro park system. I'm pro being like as careful as humanly possible when when drilling and you know buying oil from the sand people instead of tearing up our beautiful, you know, woodlands and Alaska and things of that nature. But, you know, I just think it's, it's just, it's just a funny look, you know, it's a funny look to be like, global warming is real. It's 20 below zero out here. I'm cold. Trump holds Iowa campaign rally more akin to a victory lap. It was a melancholy farewell three years ago this week. Donald Trump departed on Air Force One for the last time as Frank Sinatra's My Way blared from loudspeakers. The outgoing U.S. president was defeated, disgraced, and seemingly down and out. I don't think he was disgraced. Amid the snowy plains of Iowa, however, Trump is set to pull off one of the most improbable of all political comebacks on Sunday. He held a campaign rally more akin to a victory lap in a state where Republican caucus goers look certain to back him for a swift return to the White House. Despite freezing temperatures, icy roads, the event at a college campus in Indianola? In Indianola? Never even heard of that. Drew more than 500 supporters in heavy winter coats, hats filling the room to capacity forcing some to watch on the big screen in an overspill auditorium. Some had driven from more than 100 miles away. You don't need a plug-in to get energized in there, said Gary Leffler, wearing a white cap with Trump caucus captain sewn in the gold lettering. I mean, it was electric. It was powerful. People were ramped up. We're ready to rumble. Everyone is asking, hey, are Iowans going to get out and caucus tomorrow night? Well, I'm telling you what, it's minus 48 wind chill factor. And look at the crowd. The room was full. People couldn't get in. They had to overflow. I'm telling you, that's the energy. That's the magnetism that Trump has. The rally dwarfed those of Trump's Republican rivals. He's set to win Iowa's first in-nation vote in the Republican presidential nomination race by a record margin on Monday night. A final poll is renowned. A final poll by renowned Iowa pollster Ann Selzer shows Trump with the support of 48% of likely caucus scores, followed by Nikki Haley at 20%. Again, I ask. I am again asking to show me a Nikki Haley supporter. I am again, I again am asking you, Nikki Haley supporter, I want to meet you. 
I need to meet the Nikki Haley supporter. What's wild is Ron DeSantis holding 16%. That seems high to me. And Vivek Ramaswamy at 8 I bet you that's lower now. Such figures suggest that commentators were too quick to write off Trump's political, too quick to write Trump's political obituary in 2021, underestimating the deep reservoirs of support he enjoys in socially conservative states such as Iowa. Not even the deadly January 6th insurrection, deadly for one of his supporters, yeah, for sprawling criminal investigations and mediocre results for Republicans in midterm elections have been able to loosen his grip on the party. Some speak wistfully of Trump's first term and regard him in anecdote to a perceived malaise under Joe Biden on issues such as rising prices and border security. They reject the notion that Trump is an aspiring dictator and threat to democracy. Robin Robin Copeland, 68, a librarian, wearing a red Trump sweater, said he was so successful in his first term that we need him back again. He knows how to govern and lead. Biden does not. Biden is failing and ailing. She sounds like Trump. So we need strength and we need integrity. I think Trump's all that. Um, Interesting. I mean, Trump's going to be 78 when he takes office if he wins. 78, late 77 or early. I don't know what his birthday is, but he's not going to be young either. But it's wild. Like you just, when you start to get old, there's a really big gap when people start like losing their minds a little bit. I've met people in their 90s who are still pretty pretty there, you know, pretty with it. I've met people in their 70s who are already kind of a little you know, a little they got that look in their eye a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think obviously this was weird. Former President Trump urged his supporters to brave the extreme cold weather in Iowa and and, uh, voting, joking that single attendees might even meet their future spouse. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that everyone was like losing their shit over him saying, if you die voting for me, it'll be worth it. I assume that was a joke. I didn't see the clip. For some reason, my account unfollowed you. Of course. I wonder how Jeremy feels. Ian Miles Cheong flipped from DeSantis is now supporting Vivek. The grift goes on. Yeah, that guy. I've decided that he's like DSP. I'll never, I'll never convince people he's a, a grifter and a loser and a, a piece of shit. And people are just going to continue to like and retweet him. So I've lost. I've lost. Ian Miles Chong has defeated me. People will just continue to retweet him and and continue to think he gives a fuck about American politics. Cat Girl says it was a a joke, the left cat meme. I I assumed it was a joke. I was like, when I heard, when I saw that trending on Twitter, it was probably like DeSantis supporters or something. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm sure he was joking. It's probably like, it's very cold. 
It's so cold, some of you might die, but it'll be worth it. Some sort of joke. I assume. Here's an interesting story. Where are you? Storize. So, TLDR. The FBI were notified about a trans individual making terroristic threats about doing a mass shooting. They interviewed that individual, that trans individual, in September and decided to do nothing. This individual had something like 30 guns. Again, no problem with that. Lots of ammo. Again, no problem with that. They interviewed them in September and said nothing. They made one anti-Semitic remark or one racist remark and now they arrested him. They waited until they could paint him as a right-wing figure to arrest him on the same charge they interviewed him for in September. Did you follow that? Did I explain that correctly? The FBI interviewed him and said he was fine Then he said some shit about Jews or black people, and now they arrested him. And they called him alt-right. They they waited until they could paint him as a conservative to arrest him. Now, the reality is, this is maybe something that not a lot of people are saying, and I know I have trans viewers, and I think that's partly because I try to be like, you know, I try not to... I try to be fair. I don't believe that there is a direct connection between being trans and being a mass shooter. I do believe that mental health is a major issue in the trans community and really the larger community, the the wider community at large, but the trans community has, obviously, I don't think anyone could refute a high percentage of it mental health issues. I'm willing to bet you that like those kids, just as an example, if Columbine had happened today, I bet you one of those boys would identify as non-binary. Is that a hot take? I don't think so. It's just these things seem to be on, it's not causation is, you know, correlation is not causation. But you have, you know, mental health is the correlating factor and the causing factor is the causation aspect of it. To be clear, the FBI said that a trans person who had promised to go out on a blaze of glory and do a mass shooting was fine until they had a problem with illegal immigrants. Elizabeth West was charged with making interstate threats based on a September 26th Facebook post to the group Trans Women Support Group, 
which came as he said he believed he was about to be fired and was tired of transphobic assholes. Quote, I'm too old to keep looking for jobs, and I've had it up to here being bullied by transphobic assholes. I'm left with no alternative, West wrote. I've been preparing for this moment for a long time. At least I'll be remembered. I have no family, no friends. There's no point to living anymore. Sounds pretty mass shootery to me. The FBI did not arrest them uh, after a September interview that was ultimately used to justify charges now because they had made Racial hatred posts towards black people, immigrants, and Jews. Now they got arrested. Five months later. Four months later. (laughs) That's the FBI. Now they say they were monitoring his posts. Seems like they were. But I do think it's pretty interesting that they this person was allowed to, you know, move freely. Now, again, you get into some points here where you're like minority report, um, you know, red flag laws, thought crimes. How, what do you even do? To me, if you are making posts about doing a mass shooting event, I'm okay with the government taking your guns away. I I just am. Now, some people will say, well, shall not be infringed, this, that, and the other thing. I know. I guess if pushed, I would have to side with the Second Amendment. And I still would not, I would not support any red flag laws. I, I, I wouldn't support red flag laws and I, I do support the second amendment, but let's just do a thought experiment. You read in the paper tomorrow, um, mentally deranged person makes posts about doing mass shooting. Police take guns away. Would you be in the streets picketing about the Second Amendment? I don't I don't think I would be. I I don't think I I, th- I don't think I would die on that hill. Is that is that is that bad? Is that lily livered? It might be. But I'm just being honest. You know, if you're making posts on social media about doing shit like that, you can just not have your guns for six months. Be forced to go through some sort of. That's a violation of the fourth and second amendments. So Max, Max Surgeon thinks I am being. a. Uh, so let me ask this then. I'm not saying I've, I'm not saying to be clear, I'm not saying that like i I'd go to the mat for it. I just, I'm just saying, I don't think I would care. But again, I don't support red flag laws. So I don't know what you do then. What is the, what is the appropriate, what is the, what is the hardcore second amendment 
solution to a mentally deranged person threatening to do a mass shooting? What is a what is a two A friendly way to to deal with that? And by the way, taking their guns away wouldn't necessarily even stop it, right? They could buy one any they could buy one when they're ready to do it. You know what I mean? Like they could go buy one that morning off the street or something like that. So I don't know. I guess maybe forced committal. Is that they have to go to, I mean, we close all the insane asylums. They did arrest him based on a terroristic threat, but only once he threatened to kill immigrants. The hardcore 2A answer is to arm everyone. Okay, I buy that. I buy that. Stick him in a mental institution, mental institution. Yeah, I think I think so. Maybe maybe I'm not okay with that then. If I can if I can if I can have the option to put them in a mental institution until such a point in which they are deemed okay, I think I'd rather that I think um, I think maybe that maybe I take back maybe I I think if that ha I guess I'm being just if I read that in the in the paper like kid threatens to do school shooting cops take their guns away I'd probably be like okay but I think if forced to have an opinion on it a take on it I'd have to say that it's it's a Second Amendment violation and we can't be arresting people for thought crimes that they haven't if they haven't done. So then what happened is threatening to do harm is against the law already. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? They could like make veiled threats and something like, you know, some, some stuff like that. Less guns is never the answer. That's true. That's true. Put him in a mental institution. Do they even exist anymore? So the FBI did not arrest West after the September interview that was ultimately used to justify charges. Instead, it arrested him months later after checks of his social media exhibited racial hatred towards black people, immigrants, and Jews. His social media bio, according to court documents, was a Nazi dominatrix from hell who is tired of the blackening of America and Europe and ready to stand up to the black orcs and Jewish wizards. This is a trans person. It seems like a psyop. It seems like, it seems like, it seems like they're like, uh, the FBI met with them. The FBI met with them and then suddenly they were talking about Jewish wizards. The FBI met with him and he hated transphobes. The FBI came in. So, yeah, wait a minute. He hated transphobes and wanted to kill them. The FBI met with met with him and suddenly he said it said uh, suddenly he had a problem with black people and immigrants. 
Now that's some sorcery. For months, the FBI monitored social media and questioned him about his racial views. By the way, the FBI should, if you want to be racist, you get to be racist. The FBI shouldn't be questioning you about being racist. On January 9th, after arguments, uh, agents monitoring him were alerted of a gun purchase, it executed a search warrant and arrested West. The affidavit references far-right terror, white supremacy, and alt-right extremism. Just three months after, he, he, this person didn't mention anything like that. This person mentioned nothing about race or this. That just hit, He wanted to shoot up a bunch of transphobes. Three months later, now they get to write up white supremacy, alt-right extremism, and far-right terror. What? Portraying the madman as a conservative terrorist. The FBI at that point called him pretending to work for the electric company to get confirmation of his address, then subpoenaed X, formerly Twitter, for confirmation that it was his account, even though the affidavit did not allege that any of the racist posts were crimes, in the end, the justification it used to charge him was the transgenderism-fueled Facebook post from months earlier. So they waited until they could package him as a conservative. They waited, the FBI waited until they could package him as a, as a conservative before charging him. They use none of the conservative rhetoric, just the initial non-conservative threat. MKUltra only takes three months, yeah. There are conservative trans people, but this ain't it. Correct, there are conservative trans people, for sure. But this guy's not that. S.A. Gonzalez also located 48 hand drawings of a superhero wielding a sword, stabbing, hanging, mutilating, and killing men, most of whom she referred to as the N-word. One image was titled, That's Ms. Wolf to You. So, so these images that were hand-drawn depicted this trans person murdering people for misgendering her. And they arrested her, him. They waited until they could say he's a conservative. Hard R, that is spicy. I can't believe Daily Wire printed it. I almost said it. <laughs> I almost said it. Not today, internet. Not today. The FBI has shown a pattern in recent years of labeling its targets as far-right white supremacist domestic terrorists, even when the facts indicate otherwise. It then cites statistics to say that the white supremacist domestic terrorists are the biggest threat to our country. 
In November, the FBI arrested a transgender-identifying man for threatening to shoot up schools on behalf of the transgender community. The man molded his, modeled his plans off the transgender-identifying woman who shot up Christian Covenant School in Tennessee. But the lead fact presented by the FBI was that he had used racist language online. The Daily Wire also reported last year on a gang of pedophile Satanists that were sexually torturing girls for years. When the FBI arrested member Angel Alameda, it portrayed the gang as white supremacists, even though Almedia, Almeida is Hispanic, called the judge a cracker, and the FBI described the group's aims as bringing the downfall of Western civilization. It also has a pattern of ignoring serious crimes unless or until there was an anti-conservative angle. A man who brought the FBI evidence of sexual abuse by the Satanists said that agents seemed less interested in the fact that he had abused tons of girls, almost all white, than the fact that a member once said the N-word, saying it was investigating racially motivated domestic violent extremism. In another case, the FBI explicitly decided to let a man tried to rape who tried to rape a child walk free so it could focus on January 6th, enabling him to go on and rape another boy. Just, you know, no big deal. Do you guys remember there was a school shooter a week ago? Remember that? Shot a six-year-old or something like that? Killed a six-year-old? Wizards live in towers, not tunnels. That's true. Nashville. Remember Nashville? Another trans mass shooter. No big deal. But M MSNBC says... The, their biggest concern is that Elon Musk and right, far-right figures seize on Iowa shooters' possible LGBTQ identity. Well, hey, they keep killing us. They just, they just keep killing us. I am again asking the trans community to stop murdering us. Stop murdering our children. That's all I'm asking. Is that that crazy? Am I being am I being unreasonable? You're Sean Robo. Now, here's something interesting going on with YouTube. Check this out. And then we've got today's kind of a slow news day because of the caucus. Caucus and the holiday. You can see even like you know, numbers are even, you know, about a thousand people lighter than normal. People have off work. They're not watching my live stream today. Appreciate people who are tuned in. Yeah, the principal died also. Yep. I remember. <laughs> yeah, those Jewish wizards. Is that even a racism? Is a Jewish wizards a thing? I never heard that before. Do you think Harry Potter still holds up? I get a feeling it doesn't. Speaking of Jewish wizards. 
I think I rewatched it like a few years ago. And I thought, eh, it kind of holds up still. I'm working slow workday. Mental illness plus extremist views. Killing transphobes is right wing. Everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Wizard is an awesome word. Now, here's an interesting story. YouTube is slowing down your PC if you have Adblock installed and making your CPU sweat, likely as part of its draconian war on ad blockers, which is hilarious to me because PC Gamer, you know, relies on ads. In the latest wave of anti-ad blocker measures implemented by YouTube, and by the way, if YouTube wants to like, if YouTube wants to, you know, lock people out from videos if they're using uh, an ad blocker or whatever, that's their prerogative. I don't care about that. But I will say this. When you are pr putting shit, like installing software that spikes my CPU and increases the heat inside my computer and laptop and phone, that feels illegal to me. Lord of the Rings says, I can't comment on any YouTube videos for 24 hours because Fox News reported my comments that said, war whore Haley, so much for freedom of speech. That solidifies, this solidifies my opinion of her campaign. Her campaign is an op. Yeah. Listen to this. In a thread posted to YouTube subreddit over the weekend, users noted that having adblock enabled caused slow load times, which is fine. Then it goes, an increased CPU usage. Quote, this messes up the resources on the computer as a whole. It just kills Chrome, it seems. I decided to test this myself, and I noticed that having YouTube open with Adblock increased my rig CPU usage by 17%. While using Adblock or similar programs is against the website's terms of service, Adblock is also a massively popular extension on the Chrome Web Store, both 60 million users. While you do agree that YouTube's terms of service upon using the site, there's a massive difference between simply blocking Adblock users and causing increased CPU usage. From what I could see, the increase was pretty consistent. Um, so not a dangerous spike, but lower end laptops mainly used for browsing could start having heat problems. At best, it's inconvenient and annoying. It should be noted that CPU spiking, if deliberate, isn't something YouTube informs adblock users of either. By the way, I don't think that that's something that's even legal. This has led to troubleshooting paranoia as sudden and unexplained performance dips can be a sign of hardware problems. Users say there's, quote, wondering why my laptop ran like a fucking jet for the past few days, while another commenter replies, yeah, I've been deleting shit randomly, thinking it was a storage space problem. The slowdown also appears to be impacting users who are subscribed to YouTube Premium. So even people who are paying for YouTube Premium are getting the slowdown. 
Sarah James, guides writer, tested the extension with premium and noted an increase from 15 to 18%. If you believe YouTube has the right to employ anti-ad block strategies, um, even if you believe YouTube has the right to employ anti-ad block strategies, the fact it's impacting paying customers is a concern. I reached out to YouTube for comment, which it hasn't public pro publicly provided at this time. That's, that's wild to me. Like you're reaching out and actually screwing with people's computers. That's absolutely wild. Now let's talk about some interesting things. Adblock will come out with a fix to fix this. Like they always do. YouTube is just doing is a fruitless, never ending whack-a-mole war. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. It's a different time, you know? It's a different time. It's like, I know people use ad blockers. I don't, you know, I'm, you know, it is what it is. I just, you know, rely on hopefully people that use it maybe will buy my coffee one day or they'll support one of my sponsors or they'll do a rumble rant or a super chat or a, you know, whatever. There's a lot of ways or they'll join my locals, you know? There's a lot of ways that you can support a creator that probably is even better than watching ads. Like I'd be willing to bet if you, if you join locals at like five bucks a month, that's probably more than I make from any individual user watching every single ad. Uh, Elias Malachi says, this explains so much. I was trying to make a video while using some videos on my YouTube and my PC was dying. I was getting pissed and I thought my internet was bad or something. Yep, there you go. By the way, you too can join, you know, are you feeling guilty about blocking ads in my videos? You're probably not, but it would be neat if you wanted to join my locals. You can join there by clicking the basement down below the video. It's five bucks a month, goes directly towards me and my team of four beautiful full-time people. It goes a really long way. Carbonated bear. I don't watch ads, but I've spent over $300 a coffee brand coffee. Yeah. See, you're good. That's how you deal with ad block. Like, yeah, as a creator, people blocking ads sucks for us, but that's why you have to diversify your bonds, bitch. You know, you got to diversify. I use Brave. That's why I subbed. Also because you made that vid last longer than 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I appreciate you, Mickey. Jack Deckers, I got a free YouTube premium for my cell phone company and joined your locals and bought a monthly coffee membership. Hell yeah. Jack, you're the best. Salami so says, uh, just nuke Chrome because my laptop had been running like dog shit. Fired up Edge and everything just went back to normal. So it looks like it's Chrome. Thanks for the head up. There you go. Yeah, you know what's funny? People shit on Edge, but it's actually a pretty good browser. It's actually a pretty good browser. I don't use it, but it's pretty good. I use Brave. Now, who's ready for some women being terrible?
Google Chrome is basically like having malware on your PC. Yeah, yeah. Pat said, I pay for the basement and the publica. Can you teach me how to get free stuff? Can you identify as a... Brave is Chrome, you moron. Uh, nobody's, it's built on the same code. Why are you calling anyone a moron? Chrome is a code set. Brave is built on it, but Brave is not Chrome. Brave is the furthest thing from Chrome. It's based on Chromium. And also, why be so aggressive, dude? Chill. It's Monday. No, I'm not going to ban. It's okay. We're all friends here. Freedom forever. Appreciate you. Um, okay. Let's talk about... Oh, because I'm a moron? Oh. Oh, Elm Street. Ah. I don't... I, I wish so much better. F I wish so... I wish for better days for you, bud. Really do. I know you're craving attention because your parents didn't give you any, and now I'm giving you some, so hopefully that will make your day. I really do. I hope that this special attention I'm giving you leads to better days for you. You're loved. Interesting little video floating around the internet uh, of allegedly some woman whose uh, lips look like a prolapsed, well, I guess I probably can't say, uh, allegedly talking about having to, be, having to pay child support after voluntarily giving up her children. This is a, a new trend in uh, a new trend in women being bad. And uh, it always does very well on Twitter. Uh, people generally are happy to, you know, people are generally terrible for free. Uh, and you don't need to edit videos to make them appear terrible. Um, but this case, I am going to be a debunker. Leave a like on the video right now for my supreme debunking skills. Here's the video. Okay, so in November, I decided I no longer wanted to be a responsible parent and I gave up my kids. So this is somebody who um, spends way too much, like who must have a serious good job. This is some sort of coach body fit dress. She's probably got, you know, fake gunglies. Um, and I think this means it's coach, so it's probably very expensive. Looks like she's got leather interior in her car. I, I guess that means less nowadays than it used to, but, you know, she's probably got this dress she's wearing is probably $1,000 or more. I don't know. 
I was just tired of being responsible and caring for them. I felt like I was too young and I wanted to go out there and experience life. And I started dating someone else. So it just didn't fit with my new lifestyle. Hmm. Well, this does seem like a woman being terrible, right? Definitely. And I didn't have anything to worry about because the other parent is a very responsible parent. Hmm. But now I'm here because now I'm in child support and to top it off I'm really pissed off that I took care of them all the way up to November and I couldn't claim them on my taxes because the other parent had already claimed them now this is obviously getting a lot this every every of the every one of the kind of internet right wing commentators is posting this video right this woman is actually a credit specialist who helps people with their uh, credit scores, and she must be pretty good at her job, I assume. She's got a lot of money to spend. This, you know, apparently this person uh, is mad that they can't write off their kids because the, the parent that they gave up custody to uh, is writing them off. Are there people like this out there? Are there women like this out there? Sure. Are there men like this out there? Of course. Yeah. But what if I told you that everyone posting this video are posting a bull, a BS edit of a video to make this woman look bad? Because that's what the click economy has now become on Twitter. You see, this woman receives torrent of online hate after viral videos deceptively edited to make it seem as though she had abandoned her kids. A credit specialist has received threats and online abuse after an edited video of her began to circulate on social media, giving viewers the impression that she had abandoned her children. Yvonne, Arv this is from the Publica team, by the way. Always check out good investigative reporting at thepublica.com. I'm doing this video because I, I hate that the way... I hate the way that Twitter is promoting this garbage. And it's not to cape for this chick with fake boobs. Okay, I don't care about that. I don't care if people are being mean to her online. What I care about is every single person I follow on Twitter posted this video. All of them. I don't want to call anyone out by name, but they all posted it and no one gave a damn that it's fake. Arvizu, also known as La Rina del Credito, operates a successful firm in Downey focused on helping her primarily Spanish-speaking clients restore their credit after bankruptcy, debt, identity theft, and other negative impacts. She established a cult following on TikTok and Instagram for her flamboyant personality, lifestyle, and boasting over 40,000 followers on each platform. But while her videos are often geared towards advertising her business and offering credit tips to viewers, one TikTok has gone viral after it was edited and circulated by accounts on social media. In the video, she opened flippantly talking about abandoning her child because parent parenthood didn't fit with her lifestyle and complained that she was being required to pay child support. In November, we talked about this, but abruptly the video switches tones with uh, Arvizu asking what the F? and realized that the words had actually been those of a male client who had visited her office. 
This is exactly what my conversation was like with the client. The craziest thing is men, unfortunately, tend to do this a lot. They tend to walk off and pretend those kids never existed. I did. I no longer wanted to be a responsible parent, and I gave up my kids. I was just tired of being responsible and so caring for the them. Video. I felt like I was too young, and I wanted to go out there and experience life. And I started dating someone else, so it just didn't fit with my new lifestyle. Now I'm in child support, and to top it off, I'm really pissed off that I took yeah. care of them all the way up to November, and I couldn't claim them on my taxes because the other parent had already claimed them. That's where they cut the video. That's exactly what my conversation was like right now with the client. The craziest thing is that, unfortunately, men tend to do this a lot. They just tend to walk off and pretend that those kids never existed. They don't want to pay child support. And it, it's almost like it's okay, you know, if you're a guy and you do that. But the minute a girl does that, you know, oh my gosh, I'm sure you wanted to kill me for the first 30, 40 seconds of this video. She 100% proved the point. She 100% proved the point. Now, you might say, well, that never happened. You know, that never happened. Maybe she's, maybe she's making this up. Okay, it's possible. And I just want to bring awareness. I've been doing credit repair for over 15 years, and I can tell you I see so much child support. And one of the biggest things is that I see that a lot of men, they just can turn their backs off. So it shuts off there or whatever. While the video was originally posted in early 2023, it has now taken on a new life as rage bait on social media after some accounts edited out the second half of the video where she reveals that a male client had been the one who had abandoned his children. Again, you maybe, you know, she's cloud chasing and did a good job. Yeah, maybe that's true. She must, I mean, she must do pretty well. I think most credit repairs are scummy, so I don't know if she's exactly a good person. Maybe she made it up for, for uh, clicks. But again, the editor, edited video has garnered millions of views on TikTok and X, with many calling her a bad mother and blaming her neglect on feminism. Others called her vile and evil, while others expressed desire to harm her or have her put in prison. Reaction videos featuring the edited video began to circulate on TikTok video before being accompanied by gasping commentators or spooky music. Everyone causing controversy, check this out. Okay, so in November, I decided- Yes, he put like spooky music behind it. <laughs> well, an immense amount of online vitriol has been directed at her as a result of the deceptive edit she appears to be taking in stride and even use a negative tweet with backlash to advertise her business, of course. Everybody's scamming everybody. The outrage caused by our edited video is just the latest in what appears to be a new trend of deceptive posts, videos, and images flooding social media sites with the purpose of boosting account engagement, colloquially known as rage baiting. The technique capitalizes on ways in which the algorithm of many social media platforms are turned to favor controversy and rapid fire interaction. In 2022, Business Insider journalist Tanya Chen started that, stated that rage bait was bound to become even more pervasive at a time, at, as time went on social media. Don't care about the message being uplifting or toxic. As long as people are interacting with it, platforms will spread it even further. On X, formerly Twitter, some expressed concerns that rage bait would become a problem following the rollout of the ad revenue sharing program, which is something I talked about. 
which entitled some X users to make a few bucks, which is far less now. And really you see like some people are commenting like, here's the full video, you know, but most of the people here, who's going to pay for all that Botox now, people are starting to get better about kind of seeing this stuff for what it is. But mostly you see these comments utterly vile. What a terrible human. Don't be such a 304. Maybe she was making the story up about the man, but come on. I, I don't, I am, would not be surprised if there's some man that is stupid enough to realize that he has to pay child support, even if he doesn't have the kids or whatever. Okay. Just like I wouldn't be surprised if there are women that were stupid enough to want to give up their kids and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, I'm sure that both sides uh, exist. But, you know, it's kind of annoying. I, like, it's annoying that I keep seeing people that I follow post this video. Now, can you get fooled? Sure, you could. You're like, oh, there's a lot of people clicking on this. I'm just going to repost it. I don't care to look into it and see if there's anything more to this. Yeah, I guess. But it's it's really it's really wild to me just how easy it is to get people worked up and rage clicks and rage bait. And I admit it's it's as bad as it's ever been on Twitter right now. It's annoying. I've had to actually unfollow a lot of people who post the same rage bait videos every single day, videos that I know are years old or videos that are curiously missing context. So I guess just be careful out there. This is a uh, this is a um, a learning moment. Thanks to the uh, thepublica.com. Appreciate their coverage. Look, she might be a, a bitch or whatever in the rest of her life, but I don't think that it, people are being fair and just automatically thinking, you know, like there's a lot of weird energy around, you know. Like I saw people even saying like, oh, I don't believe this. This is fake. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's real or fake, but I could definitely can't just look at it and be like, it's definitely fake, you know? I don't think she knew that people were going to cut it, cut the clip there and upload it. I don't think she's that smart. Maybe she is. Not, you know, not everyone is a feminist weirdo, you know? Now, this one, I think, is a little more fun to make fun of. Like, I know I'm going to post that video and people are going to be like, whatever, she's a bitch anyway. I don't like that. I like, like, we can call people garbage who are garbage and then, um, and have fun at it. But, like, that video really annoyed me because, yeah, she's got cringe lip fillers and whatever you know but I don't know why people feel like it's her fault it's not her fault it's just it just reveals more hate bait and like this weird anti-woman energy that gets cultivated online 
Oh, of course. If you have a family lawyer friend, they will tell you all the wild stories of scummy people divorcing each other. Yeah, I've heard it all. Like, I've heard... I mean, I know men that have abandoned their children. You know what I mean? <laughs> OP is... <laughs> like, I know men that have. I don't know any women that have, but I guarantee they exist. You know? It's time for another entitled brat to get made fun of. Now, while many people may have accused me of caping for this other woman in a, in a different video, which you may or may not have seen yet, where the internet basically was convinced that she was the worst woman on the planet and was happy to pass around a clearly edited version of her video, which painted her as a mother who abandoned her kids. Um, that was different. This is one where we can just have a lot of fun dunking on some entitled uh, brat who uh, can't figure out why they got fired in just five days. It's insane to me that these people are this out of touch. Now, maybe these people have always existed. It's just that now they're filming themselves. I got to think that's probably the case. You know, that's probably the case here. They're filming themselves and putting it online um, so that ever the world can see. Hold on. I've got to, I got to get Ruby. My wife wants to vacuum quick. Come in too. It's a party. Yeah, hey Ruby, Ruby. Hey my Ruby. Hey Huck. All right. Who's a good boy, huh? Hop. Yes. Give me a kiss. Yes. Lucky puppy. All right, you go down. Ruby, come here. Up, up. Come on. Come on. Up, up. Ruby. Come on, put your feet up. Whoosh. Who's that pretty Ruby do? Ruby. Yeah. All right. Hockey. Up, up. Yeah. Where's my hockey? Where's my hockey? Bye. Okay. All right. Colt came in too. Colty. Uh, Onyx is downstairs still. Okay. Ah. 
<laughs> the black one, black one's, uh, you know. Ah, come here. Hold on a second. Southie says, I just got my second German Shepherd. <laughs> Twilight and Rocco. Keep me busy, beautiful pups. Nice. Oh, shout out to, um, Ruby's trying to flirt with Huck. Good afternoon from Anton's Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong with code the Q on landedbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Looking for a healthier snack alternative? Get you some Biltong. Big agree. Baby Ruby. Where's the other one? Chunky Monkey. Yeah. Oh, she's he's laying over there. Okay. Let's go back here. Now, woman left horrified after getting fired from her first ever job. Let me just stop. Hold up. Wait a minute. Did you leave a like on the video? Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Let me read this again. Woman 22 is left horrified after getting fired from her first ever job. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Your first job you ever had, you're 22? What in the heck have you been doing with your time? A college graduate has voiced her shock about getting fired from her first ever job after just five days while furiously hitting out at bosses who said she had no clue how, who bosses who she said had no clue how to train her. Yeah, somebody who's never worked a job who wears a Mickey Mouse sweater and makes TikToks knows how training's supposed to go. And what was the job? At Aldi Grocery Store, Tennessee-based Sierra Don't Care posted a TikTok video explaining that she was super excited when she landed a job doing graphic design for a brand that produces prints for Aldi's grocery stores. Sierra said that after securing the position, she was to undergo five days of training, but claimed that the majority of the first week she actually found herself doing nothing because there were two other people on her team and they didn't know how to train her. At the same time she came to work for the sixth shift, the CEO gave her an envelope along with the shocking news that she'd been fired. We're letting you go, she recalled the CEO telling her. It's just, you're not working out. It's not working out. We're going to continue our search for somebody. I mean... There is so much you can learn early in life with jobs. I, my first job was at 14. It was washing dishes. Before that, I, was, I split wood. I split 100 cords of wood for a summer. I remember that well. Split 100 cords of wood. That was my first J-O-B. Then at 14, I washed dishes. 15 washed dishes, 16 washed dishes. Yeah, then I got a job at Office Max, Office Supply Store. I have never, I'm 40 years old right now. 
I have never been unemployed since I was 14 years old. I've always had a job. Huck alarm. Hucky, you did that. You did that. Ruby. Ruby. You're a good girl. Yes. Hey, Bean. Okay. I'm not trying to work shame people and like, you know, this, that, and the other thing. It's maybe not exactly the brag that I think it is having worked nonstop since I was 14 years old, but I've learned a lot of different things for different, you know, different skills from different jobs. This is somebody who's 22 has never worked a job before. And her first, her first instinct is to blame everybody else. With a nose ring. Drive to work this morning for uh -huh. my fifth. For my fifth shift. I can't play this because they have music going on. Thank you, go, Sierra. She looks kind of like a. That I have not even got to start. I mean, she's baffled. This woman is baffled as to why she might have been fired. Imagine having never worked a job. You're 22 years old. You've never worked a day in your life. She probably sucked. She was probably a terrible bum employee. That's my guess. She was probably a bum. She claimed in the video that people in the company didn't know the process of training her. Claiming they regularly told her, I don't know what to give you to do today, or I don't know what to show you today. She went on to allege that one day she walked in and her trainers made her watch videos she'd actually already watched for about three hours or things that they already went over with her. Here's what a normal person would react to this. Uh, I already watched this. <laughs> what did she do? She sat in that room for three hours and rewatched it. She recalled that she spent most of her day staring at her computer, doing nothing. Well, who could possibly figure out why she didn't work out? Well, she was feeling down. She texted her boyfriend that she needed to talk to her. Oh, wait. While she was feeling down, she texted her boyfriend that she needed to talk to her CEO or something because she's not learning anything. Imagine going all the way up to the CEO. You're some low-level graphic design intern, and you think you're going to go bother the CEO? That's probably what got her fired. Like, that's probably what got her fired. She, she didn't know her role. She's like, I'm going to go straight to the top and talk to the CEO. The CEO is probably like, who is this bitch? Who? Who are you? You're a new graphic design intern. Why are you in my office? He looks at me. There's people in the room, a room full of people handing me the envelope and says, so we're letting you go, Sarah. 
<laughs> I didn't even use the right name. <laughs> Sierra replied to him, I'm okay. I've been here like five days. I've learned literally nothing. He continued, thanks for coming in. You're not working out. We're going to continue our search and then walked away. Sierra shared with her followers that this morning I drove 40 minutes to get fired from my job that I hadn't even got to start. I've been here five days and two people are supposed to be training me. So I got fired. I love being an adult. She informed her viewers that the CEO paid her till the end of Friday, even though she got fired on Tuesday. I like that you call it adulting. You're 22 years old. It means an employee wasn't vibing with you. That's why they didn't bother you to really train you. Honestly, you should have demanded one-on-one -on -one training with him. The CEO? What? Are you joking? This person probably just sucked. Look, there are a lot of jobs that I had in my life that were literally sink or swim. Like, you get in there and nobody's going to hold your hand. Like... She probably got paid more money than those people that were supposed to train her. She took no initiative whatsoever to figure out exactly why she wasn't getting what she needs to, you know, why she wasn't getting trained, what she was supposed to be doing. She was not proactive at all. She was completely unself-aware. She thought she had the station to go and talk to the CEO. And her own idiot TikTok viewers, again, also probably... Um, also probably entitled brats like this dude, this happened to me with a previous job improperly trained for five days and then let go on the sixth day. How do you know if you're getting improperly trained? They probably knew right away that you weren't going to work out. So they didn't give a damn. I mean, honestly, you should have demanded one-on-one -on -one training with the CEO. That's so unprofessional how they handled it. No, it isn't. That's exactly how everyone gets fired. That's exactly how everyone gets fired. Another commenter added, elder millennial here. I love Gen Z. When this happened to me, I internalized it and thought I was the issue. And then the creator replied, girl, you are no way the issue in a situation like this. How do they know? How do they know? By the way, this is what she wore to work that day. That's what she wore to work that day. And she thought after getting fired, the first thing she should do is make a TikTok. Demanding trading from the CEO as a entry-level graphics designer. You're an entry-level graphics designer, which by the way, is a job that is almost exclusively outsourced these days by most companies. And you show up to work like looking like you just rolled out of bed. You look like you smell. And like, you, I mean, imagine. Like, here's some real world, here's some real world comments. Now, now everyone, uh, now every employer knows what a drama queen this woman is. There is absolutely no wonder why this amoeba was canned. Like, TikTok is is absolutely rotting these people's brains everyone's telling her she's you know it was everyone else's fault like all of these people are done no one told me what to do workforce woman there's likely more to the story but sierra's former employer cannot respond for the fear of litigation she went to college got a degree in graphic design 
did not know how to create a graphic design and just sat by her computer all day long, how could you not expect to be fired? How does this very public rant help her get another job? You know, you know, by the way, people actually look up social media now when, when you get hired. They look this stuff. They, this woman has no initiative. She's 22, never worked a day in her life and thinks it's everybody else's fault. Hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you leave a like on it and we'll talk to you again real soon. Wait, did... What? Did Crowder quit Rumble? No, he's on vacation. He doesn't come back to like the 21st or 22nd, I think. We had an intern engineering that declared day one he would never want to work here. Nothing but entitled issues for the full summer, then filed HR complaints against his boss, a woman. Ha. My wife is cleaning this man's house while I watch him on Rumble. That's actually true. <laughs> uh, what's up, dude? We'll see you tomorrow, huh? We'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be cold as hell. Crowder's out for elective surgery. No, I think he says he's off till the 22nd or 21st. He's always said that. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very cold. I had a similar job like this, but I just went and asked my trainer like, "Do you need me some do something for you?" Yeah. Now, I'm not saying um oh, that was a joke. I'm not saying that there aren't bad training. Uh there aren't I think I've probably had bad training experiences in my life, but they're always at like Joe jobs, you know, like when I had a job at like, well, really being in, in tech and internet marketing, a lot of the jobs I had, I was getting hired by um, really old people that had no idea how the internet worked, but they knew they needed to, like I got the, my first job out of college was at a car dealership running their entire internet marketing department. Nobody there had any idea what to do and I didn't really either. So for like a year, I just winged it. But they also didn't fire me after five days because I got in there and I got to work. You know, I don't know. I don't know how anyone just sits and stares at their computer all day. That would be nuts. I can't imagine. Uh, you know, Crowder ripped off a skit from "We Are the Show," a Rumbler. I thought, what? Is that true? Let's take a look at Fanny. Before you go, Jeremy, prompt pirate YouTube video has a very scary AI voice dub on the correct script. It mocks Jamie Marchie and why AI is going to replace her. Oh, nice. Doobie doobie doo. Here's DA Fannie Willis breaking her silence on the scandalous affair and improper use of taxpayer funds. Millions of dollars, by the way.
but you can't you can't criticize her because she's black. All the glory I receive, it's his grace, not a perfect me. We are at a time in history, people. Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The what? This woman stole a million dollars from taxpayers to pay to her her lover. Was it 650k? Whatever, it was a lot of money. She thought she was going to make a name for herself by baselessly trying to prosecute Donald Trump. And she couldn't help herself. He, she couldn't help herself to then also embezzle well, I guess he wouldn't call it embezzling, but she she appointed her lover to the prosecution team, even though he had never even tried a federal case in his life. He had never tried a criminal case in his life. He took six hundred and fifty thousand she took six hundred and fifty thousand dollars in taxpayer funds and paid it to her lover. Now she's trying to say, well, we can't be, it's about skin color. I didn't know this bitch was, I didn't even know this chick was black until literally right now. I didn't know she was black until literally right now. Her married boyfriend uh, has enriched himself. She went on cruises with him. They stole that money. DA Fannie Willis breaks her silence on the scandal, so fair and improper use of taxpayer funds. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. We need to be allowed to stumble. Ben Q writes, this is basically saying she wants people to give her a free pass because she's black. Yeah, I don't think that that's an oversimplification. I think that's reasonable. I had another, where's this Vidya? I had another Vidya. Oh, did you see the new episode of True Detective? Don't bother. Don't bother. It's literally girl bossing. By the way, I like Jodie Foster, but it's nonstop girl bossing. White people bad at least three or four times in the episode and some sweet gay sex all in the first episode. So if you thought True Detective was going to be a nice return to form, if you thought True Detective was going to be immune to the woke mind virus. Sorry. 
Doobie doobie doo. Where is this? I gotta find this. I got another entitled brat meltdown. Where is this? Meow 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 meow. Is this it? Here it is. It's a just dunking on entitled brats kind of day. Isn't it, folks? I was biting my nails on Sunday during the Packer game, and I bit this nail down too, too thin. I think it's going to affect my darts game on Tuesday. I don't, feel, I don't feel good on my dart release now. This is, uh, I need to have my handicap raised going into Tuesday. Doobie 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 doo. It's entitled Brett Monday. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts now, and I like. I tried to, I tried to throw some darts yesterday. Did not go good. I'm not a sandbagger. I assure you that. I assure you that. I think. I don't think I've ever been called. I've been a called. A, I've been called a sandbagger in bowling because I, I I'm like so sporadic. Like I could bowl a 120 and then I could bowl a 220, but generally in darts I'm I'm pretty pretty much of a letdown. <laughs> okay, got more stories. How's everyone's weekend? Yeah, super glue, you think so on the nail though? Would you put it on the nail? I've used super glue before, like for cuts. <laughs> 5,000 sandbags filled this winter? Holy crap. File for disability? I, I probably should. Uh, do I play pool? I mean, I. I have a pool table. I do play it, but I'm not very good. Like I could, I could probably beat your average drunk in a bar. Your average guy that says he's good at pool, I could probably beat, but not good enough to play in in a league. Put crazy glue where you bit your nail makes it much better. So like, like you see how there's like uh. Like, uh, I don't know if it's going to, there's like the sub nail and then the, uh, it's not going to focus. There's like a sub nail there underneath. Do I put it on that layer? Should I just cut it off? You're too tall for pool. Yeah. Being tall in pool isn't too bad though. Cause you can, you can kind of get different angles, you know? You get angles that other people can't get. Playing Far Cry New Dawn on the four. Far Cry New Dawn? 
Uh, that's the extend. That's the add-on from Far Cry Four, right? Far Cry Five. It's the expansion pack for Far Cry Far Cry Five. Yes, glue adds protection. Okay, I'll do that. Take the whole finger. It's the only way to be sure. Yeah, you're right. Wait, uh, this ex post is heartbreaking and it's, and it isn't even happening to me. She won't let her dad walk her down even though he's be paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about this. Fingers grow back? Oh, I hadn't heard that before. They make finger condoms. Oh, yeah, I know that. I used them when I used to wash dishes. Like, I would cut myself and then I have to go do, like, cut. The, when I washed dishes, my job was every Tuesday when I came in, I had to do onions. So I'd have to cut, like, uh, slice, like, two or three of those big bags of onions, which sucked ass because you smelled like onions the next day, no matter what you did. Then I had to wash dishes. And if I ever cut myself, I'd put the finger condom on. All right. We are on a nice little run of entitled brats. And I thought I would take a look at this video. You know, we've got the caucus going on this day. It's a holiday. So I figured why not dunk on some entitled brat? I, although I suppose perhaps you might be seeing this on Tuesday. It depends. But uh, I've got another story for you. This is a millennial girl, although she doesn't look millennial to me. She looks Gen Z, but I, I don't think it even matters. I'm trying to get out of that. Like, I'm trying to get out of just categorizing people. Like, last week I made some disparaging remarks about boomers, and my viewers told me that, you know, that, that you know, some of them were boomers. And I think that that's fair. And uh, the same thing with Zoomers, Gen Z, although much of Gen Z, at least the ones that put themselves on TikTok, seem to be garbage humans that is not all of gen z got to be careful collectivism is bad but this individual wants her dad to pay for her wedding but refuses to walk the aisle down with him walks down the aisle with him then she gets mad that her dad talked to friends to solicit opinions now the dad's not paying for it so now the girl, this is just great. Let's take a look. I just decided he's not going to pay for my wedding. So this is my dad just decided he's not going to pay for my wedding anymore. Anymore. What I'm finding out is if you let your parent pay for your wedding, you kind of have to do it their way. That's not true. That's not true. You know how it worked for me when I got married? My wife, my wife, my mom and my dad basically said we have a budget of this if I remember this properly, my mom's in the, if my mom usually watches my show, but she doesn't usually watch it live, she usually watches it later. But if you're watching now, mom, you could text me and confirm one way or the other. The, if I remember right, they were like, we have a budget, here's a check. If I remember right, they never weighed in a single thing on what we wanted to pick out or what we wanted to do or where we got married or the priest. They didn't, they didn't meddle in the wedding at all. Although I will say this, I am sure that there are some that do. 
And I'm sure there are some mothers, uh, mother-in-laws who are, you know, get their fingers in there and really try to make, you know, make it their wedding. I'm sure that happens. Told my parents, I'm going to do this my way. And they backed out of paying for it. So let me tell you what happened. Backed out. They were not inclined to pay for it. They didn't have to pay it. My parents couldn't afford to pay for our entire wedding. And I'll tell you what, this is one thing most people who have like big weddings will tell you after the fact. You would have been far better off eloping or getting, you know, married and then still having the still having the reception later somewhere else. Because I don't know if you were like me, we didn't have like some extravagant wedding, but I think we had like 300 people, something like that, 2 or 300 if I remember correctly, and we barely broke even. You know all the money people give you at weddings to like get your life started? Like our garage door broke a day after our wedding. And I think that was it. That took everything we had. Like skip the wedding, use it for a down payment on a house. Skip the wedding, you know, skip the big wedding, have a have a reception and and put the money, you know, in a good spot. Maybe it wasn't 300, I can't remember exactly, but it wasn't small. Um Maybe it was a couple hundred. I don't remember. It was 20 years ago. I have to give credit where credit is due. My parents raised me to be an independent thinker. And as an independent thinker, I've... I'm on TikTok doing my makeup. I've decided we're not going to do every single wedding tradition at my wedding. And that's where the fight comes in with my dad. It's the year 2023. Women are not property anymore, which is why I decided I will be walking myself down the aisle. My parents do not own me, and I'm not some property to be given away. I realize that a zillion years ago, that may have been where that tradition started, but it is not it is not what it represents now, obviously. It is a sign of respect, really. I think from the mother to father. I mean, quite frankly, you're already married before the wedding anyway. If anybody, there's a big secret, right? You're already married before the ceremony. Okay. So like, it's not even, you know. My dad was not very happy to find out he wouldn't be walking me down the aisle. In his eyes, I'm taking away one of the most important parts of the day. Apparently a first dance with my father isn't enough. My dad keeps going back to the point of, we've never treated you as property. Why would you say that? He's right. He's right. I like how she's both simultaneously talking about being a strong, independent woman who don't need no man, while also being upset that her family's not paying for her wedding. He's also trying to say I'm discrediting everything him and my mom have done for me. You are. Which to me just feels unrelated. Like, I'm just not a fan of that tradition. I feel like he's been talking to his buddies because the other day he came back to me and said, well, if you want to be independent, then you can pay for it yourself. Based. Based. By the way, whoever your husband is, if he knows about your TikTok account, I hope he's on the run. Because speaking of dishonest, this woman is applying an immense amount of foundation to her face. She is selling a lie. 
I don't know if there's something associated with putting on makeup, recording yourself, and saying stupid crap, but I see a lot of videos like this. And first of all, your family is not entitled to pay for your wedding. A lot of parents aren't in that kind of financial position. A wedding can be very expensive. And what the dad should have said was quite simple. Okay, I get it. You're not a fan of tradition. You don't want to be, you don't want to dad walk down the aisle. That's okay. I understand you're not a fan of tradition. I'm not a fan of tradition either. You know, the tradition where parents pay for the wedding. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that tradition. So I think we're both not fans of certain pieces of tradition and that's cool. And that's great. And I'll be there on your wedding day and I'll be sitting in that front row and I'll be so proud of how strong and independent financially my daughter is. Which to me still feels like if you're not going to do your wedding the way I want, then I'm not going to pay for it. And that just doesn't feel right to me. It is. It's fine. His terms are 100% acceptable. She is going out of her way to disrespect her father, disrespect the amount of money that they're giving to her. And he has every right to be offended by that. So anyways, do we agree that my dad's being a complete jerk right now? Really hoping he comes around because there's no way I can afford this wedding if he doesn't help me with it. Oh, and quite frankly, like the way I, when I remember going through my wedding with my wife, uh, and there are usually strings attached with money and I'm not saying it's fair or right, but if he's paying, if he's giving you five, $10,000, it's not like he wants to pick out the flowers lady. It's not like he wants to pick out what's for dinner, lady. He just wants to walk his daughter, whom he presumably loves, down the aisle. I think that this has got to be one of the most heartbreaking moments in this poor father's life. It's very simple. You're not a fan of tradition? Awesome. Cool. Cool. Me either. Top comment from Kimberly. It's outdated for your dad to walk you down the aisle, but not outdated for him to pay. Grow up your entitled brat and pay your own way. Yeah, 100% agree. I hope the fiance sees this and bolts out the door. Maybe she can walk down the aisle and marry herself. It's already all about her. Yeah, I don't disagree with any of this. I so hate this new tradition of posting talks while putting on makeup. Yeah, I do too. Especially because they always wear too much of it. That's quite the paint job. <laughs> I know that as a father, your child has disappointed you now. But hopefully one day she'll understand that your dad does not view his property to be given away. It is a thing. You know, here's, here's an interesting. I never asked, I never asked my uh, father-in-law for, for permission. Never did that. Uh, I had already been dating her for like 10 years or something like that, five, six, seven years. When we decided to get married, it was like a foregone conclusion. 
I was like, well, of course we're going to get married. We've already been, we already own a house together. We owned a house together and we weren't even married. And so I never did the, I'm asking you permission thing. And I do have a little bit of regret, regret about that. A little bit. Um, but I didn't do it. It wasn't like, I wasn't trying to epically own him or disrespect him or anything like that. I was just like, you know, what do you mean? We've been dating 10 years. They know we're getting married. Obviously, I'm not going to go over there and ask for your hand. And my wife didn't care either. Nobody cared. He probably did a little bit. But this is probably way worse. You know, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, I'm not saying that just because your parents are giving you money, they get to decide how you spend it. But they do, you should give them a say. And if you don't want to do that, then you don't take their money. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty basic. Um, and this particular lady is uh, being given the what's for in the comments, for sure. Is she getting ready for Kabuki theater? She's just a dude playing a dude dressed up as another dude. You just absolutely love to see it. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you have a like on it. And we'll talk to you again real soon. I hope all the parents are watching. The husband needs to talk to him. Wait, what? Can you walk us through why you have some regret? Uh, well, just because I feel like it might have been a little disrespectful as I look back at it. It was like something that I didn't think was any big deal. And I don't really think he cared. It like hasn't, I think we have a good relationship. Um, like we're good. I don't think he ever, you know, maybe he felt slighted somewhat, but you know, that's kind of the only, I, I only regret it because I only regret it if he felt disrespected. And I don't know that he even did. I don't know that he even cared. If he never cared, then I don't have any regret or any, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care that I didn't do this tradition, but if, because I care about him, if it bothered him, I feel like I should have just did it. I didn't even just think, I just, it wasn't even like, um, I wasn't even like, uh, just tell me how you feel, then regret no more. He watches the show, so he'll probably see this. Um... Like, it wasn't like I made some big thing, like, I'm not asking for your hand kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that, I wasn't, like, making a statement by not doing it. And, you know, I think it turned out pretty good for his wife. And it turned out good for me, too. But, I mean, I took care of her. She'll never have to work again. But. Uh, just because I, because I care about him, if he felt disrespected, then, then I do carry some regret. If that makes sense. It wasn't on my radar. Yeah, exactly. I just was like, not in the, I wasn't even thinking about it. You know, her parents were already pressuring me to get married. Any, they were pressuring us both to get married. So it felt like, you know, it felt like, okay, fine, we'll get married kind of thing. Being a dick on accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's a fair criticism. 
That's a very fair criticism. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, I don't really think he cared. Yeah. His responsibility as a father is to protect his daughter. The act of giving her away is a symbolic act that is now her husband's job to do that. <laughs> now it's her husband's job to do that. It's not a question of property, but duty. Yeah, I'd buy that. I didn't ask my new father-in-law. This was the choice of my future wife needed to make my decision. He does, he does feel disrespected. What does UMMV stand for? Fine, we'll get married. The thing Hallmark cards are made of. Well, the way it went down, it basically was like that. It was like uh, we were dating forever already. We were, we were dating since high school. So we dated in high school all the way through my six years of college. Working, blah, 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 blah. And I think it was just kind of like, I didn't even ask my wife to marry me, I don't think. I didn't propose. So Jeremy's saying, it's not a, I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings regret. It's a, I'm sorry, you let your feelings get hurt regret. No, 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 that's not fair. Your father knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it was like everyone knew. I don't like carry it around with me, you know? Um, but it was like even, yeah, I never even proposed, I think. I think we, I, we went and picked out, we went together to pick out her ring. I maxed out our credit cards. I think we both paid for the ring because, you know, that's how it works uh, when you don't have any money. It was like I wanted to get her the nicest ring that I could without, you know, uh, going maximally into debt. And then I think we went and picked it up and I like just chucked her at it. I, I think I like tossed it to her and I was like, you win or something like that. So you should do it all now. Ask for a hand, then propose to her, man. I don't know. I'm kind of a big catch now. There's kind of a big financial disparity. I mean, she doesn't even work. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anymore now, guys. I mean, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a big deal nowadays. Back then, I was broke working at a car lot. Think of the write-offs. Yeah, that's true. The write-offs were sweet. <laughs> Who knew you were such a romantic? Ladies are getting on me here. <laughs> Ask her dad for a dowry. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I never even got a dowry. Where's my five acres and a mule? The fact she stuck with you uh, through the gotcha and MTG days means she earned it. Yeah, my wife is my favorite deduction. That's true. She is my favorite write-off. The um, Yeah, well, the thing is she stuck with me when I had nothing. So that kind of matters. 
and she uh, stuck by me when I quit. There was a point in my life where I was making, when I was 20, 24, 25, living with Jeremy is work. That's true. That's true. When I was like 24, 25, this is the nexus of the, the, the YouTube stuff. When I was like 24, 25, I was making $200,000 a year. That's a lot of money now, and that was a lot of money then. That was 15 years ago, right? So this was like 2004. I, was, I, was, I had a base salary of like 80,000, and I was making $120,000 a year in bonuses. Um, and I walked away from it to start my own thing. And she stayed working while I was at home and had nothing, you know, I was, she stayed working so I could, so, uh, I could say having health insurance as I built up my own agency, which ultimately kind of failed. Like my agency, I had a few clients, but it never really got big. I never really hired a, got to blow it on a, you know, blow it out on scale. I think I might've been making like four to 5k a month net which was definitely enough to live on, but I had taken a huge pay cut. And I actually went, I eventually kept my agency and went back to work full time. And I was making RC car videos then, I was making Magic the Gathering videos, but I was also running an agency. And she stuck by me through all that. You know, she let me quit a guaranteed 200K, you know, to chase it, you know? Yeah. She, uh, and she never even questioned it. She never even questioned it. I was like, yeah, I want to do this on, I want to do this on my own. She was like, okay. So I'll say that 200 K and time to do things. Yeah. I was making 200 grand a year. And I, I mean, I, my whole, my life was a party. Like I was, uh, I was uh, going out with my coworkers three nights a week, getting hammered, going to downtown Milwaukee bars. I was flying all over the country, you know. I had a cake-ass job. I was just very good at it, but I could sit in my office, close the door, and play video games for half the day. I never really did, but you know, I had a pretty, I had a pretty cush gig there. And uh, I was like, nah, I'm sick of making other people rich. I think ultimately what happened was. Every time I asked for a raise, they gave it to me. So I was like, I think at the end there, I was making 100K base plus probably another 150K in bonuses or something like that every year. I got a quarterly bonus and it was usually like $40,000. And um, I was like, wait, I could do this for myself. My boss, I made, you know, $30 million a year for. That's why they were paying me whatever I asked. 200K in Wisconsin is like a million in California. Like, uh, I was like, man, it's like endless. I'm making this guy endless money. And uh, I knew that I could just keep asking for raises and getting them, but I was never going to get like a part of the company, you know? So I just quit. No severance, no nothing. And uh, it took me years to build it back up. 
His wife is going, you were making 200K? She knew exactly how much. She handled all the money. She handled all the money. She knew how much money I made. She was making decent money too. Like she was making, she knew, she was making decent money at the time too. You know, I did ask for shares. I asked for ten percent of the company. When that was not going to happen, is that's when I quit. You make one hundred fourteen dollars an hour, and you don't make that much. Yes, you do. You make more than two hundred grand a year if you make one hundred fourteen dollars an hour. You make two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, and that was. Uh, if I would have stayed there, it would have been pretty. Like the company's still around, but it's nowhere near as big as it used to be. And, um, you know, I would never have started YouTube. I never would have started any of this stuff. But I did have a nice, you know, fifty-hour work week there. Now I work like a hundred hours a week. So it's not, you know, there are some trade-offs for sure. Yeah, you got to be self-employed. I knew that the only way I could get write-offs was if I was self-employed. And so I had to go out and, and blow my, blow my uh, take a huge risk at 25 so I could finally enjoy those sweet write-offs. <laughs> yeah. Stream seems much smoother today. You kick restream in the head. They seem to be on it, yeah. Do you make more money now than 200K job, Jeremy? Um, Not really. <laughs> but, you know, now I employ five people full time, you know? Uh, Kekin, the stumble across Jeremy's biggest hater on X. Funny thing is it reads almost like a supporter of Jeremy. Oh, are you talking about, um, I know what you're talking about. They have like a whole Twitter account dedicated to me. It's really sad. They had to hire 87 through 87,000 new IRS agents. And that's just for my write-offs. Yeah. I didn't get any good write-offs this week. Actually, I wrote off, um, I got a tablet, a new tablet. That was kind of cool. Do I set up my content hold on YouTube or Rumble? Uh, both, everywhere. You set it up everywhere. You know what's wild is we still hit 5,000 viewers today for a holiday. I'm really, I'm really proud. I'm really happy. Ready to make that six people? I don't think I have any additional money. I also financially support the Publica too. Stream's good. Don't touch anything. Yeah iPad's the way to go. No, I don't like Apple products. My internet is the write-off. Yep, that's true. Did you get the Rabbit R1? Oh, no. I don't think I'd even have time to play with that thing anymore. That's the new flipper, right? The new flipper thing. What's up, Russell? Hey, if you're, if it's, uh, if um, you knew, if you're new, are you, you're still married. I thought you got divorced last year. 
I've been divorced 35 times, maybe even 45. Each time it's a new write-off. Lions Packers NFC Championship game. I mean, sure. That would mean the Packers had to beat both the number one and the number two seed. Apple is good for my parents and grandparents. Yes, I agree with that. I also heard Corbin beat his son a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the R one's just a personal assistant. Oh, okay. Ruby do. Do you want to say hi? Ruby. It's a shame that all that one yeah. Hey Ruby. It must be all the dogs on the stream. Hi you go poppy. Hi you go poppy. Munching on cheese curds from Wisconsin. Nice. Are they squeaky? By the way, if you are here, hey, good girl. What are you whining about? Are you a good girl? Oh, oh, you want your belly rubbed? Eh. Oh, you can only see her butt. Eh. Only a butt shot. You want your belly rubbed? Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you got to If you're going to get cheese curds, they got to squeak. Otherwise, they're not fresh. You should get a 27-inch Wacom Syntec, a touchscreen drawing monitor. Well, I can't draw. How are your pups handling the cold weather? They're fine. They don't really, I mean, they come in a little bit quicker, but they want to play. They definitely want to play just as much as ever. But they um I try to be careful like when it's when it's this cold you don't Ruby you're a good girl when it's this cold like you don't want to you don't want to like let them out there for too long cuz they they can harm their paws and stuff like that What's the hardest thing about streaming your own show consistency And, you know, it's probably, probably the understanding that it takes a really long time to build up an audience. Um, is Culver's Wisconsin's best fast food? Yeah, that's easy. Hard, 100%. Ruby? What? What? All right. Now, um, if you're new to the show, by the way, say hi in the chat. I'll show you a cute pupple right now. Hey, hockey. Hockey. Hockey puppy. Hey, good boy. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Are you not entertained? P.S. Marsh, I know you're not first time. Hey, good boy. Hey, good girl. Huh? 
Eh? Are you derping? <laughs> well, if you're enjoying the show, please make sure to follow. I go live every day uh, at noon east. No, 1 Eastern. Sorry, 1 Eastern. Thank you, Poppy. At 1 Eastern. And I would love for you to tune in every day. So if you're new to the show, all I ever ask is that uh, you click that follow button right below the video. It says follow. If it's green, it's follow. You're not followed. And if you're in a position to, please consider joining my locals. It's a great place. We have locals only live streams, two pieces of locals content each week. We'll do a locals only live stream Wednesday afternoon. Ruby. She needs some attention, I think. We'll do a Locals Only live stream Wednesday, and then we'll do a standalone piece of content. To join my Locals, it's five bucks a month. You can click the basement. It goes directly to supporting me and my team, which is not just me. I have two full-time video editors, a graphic designer, and somebody for social media. Your $5 goes really, really far. It does. It's far more than watching any ads or anything like that. Um... I just really appreciate that. Uh, Decoy Voice, shout out. Shout out to Decoy Voice. Why am I not following you? There you go. You need to be uploading your videos more often. I'm going to follow. Yeah. All right. So uh, I also upload, I'll have all my standalone videos up on Rumble. Two of them are up already, and then I'll upload the other three in the next, like, uh, 25 minutes or so. And then, yeah, I love it. Really nice crowd today. Make sure you get here earlier tomorrow. I go live at 1 Eastern, so the, you're here at the end. And uh, I love for you to be here at the beginning. We can take the stream to new heights. We'll have the Iowa caucus to talk about tomorrow. We'll have, I'm sure, more news, more Hollywood nonsense, things of that nature. Appreciate you all. Love you all. Make sure you follow before you leave. If you don't have a Rumble account and you're watching out there, create a Rumble account. Get involved in the chat. I think we have one of the coolest chats uh, on the internet. The best smelling people. It's usually pretty good conversation. Very few rules. And uh, pretty easy to follow them. Thank you, everyone who's watching on Locals. Appreciate you, Mikey and Broken Hearted Dad and staff and um, Heather's over there, I think. Zach's is there. Um, uh, Pat, the plumber. Woodstick. By the way, if you're a Locals member, you can watch in the Locals chat where you can like, I see that too. And um, Julie's over there. And you can post gifts and have, there's a lot more freedom in the Locals chat. We'll see you tomorrow. King of Biltong. I'm looking forward to my newest Biltong delivery. Absolutely love your stuff. Great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Ruby. 22 hours from now. <laughs>